0: The following content is not for the faint of heart, nor for the white of skin. Well, some of y'all start the show. Some of y'all. The ones that pay. Oh, Usually the ones that pay. <laughs> Historically so far, the ones that pay. Thanks for the money, by the way. If you're just here to see what, what black people are talking about, <laughs> you are not invited. Probably not, no. Niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions while black, your black-ass cheat sheet for the week in foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. I am supposedly D. Randall.
1: Remains to be seen, though. There's an investigation um, yeah. underway at this time. We ask for uh, privacy for the family
0: um, until we get down to the bottom of things here. Um, oh, man, it is episode 199. Yes. It's a very ominous number. Quite so. Yeah. Man.
1: Yeah. That doomsday clock is just ticking, boy. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. It feels like we just did 150,
0: which is right? pretty wild. Man, where does the time go? Yeah. I'm telling you, everything after the pandemic feels like it just is go- it goes by in a flash. It just sped up. Everything before the pandemic feels like 10 years ago. <laughs> That's very true. Nothing, because nothing's the same. And so anytime you tell a story... You have to have that caveat. Yeah. It's like Old Testament, New Testament almost. <laughs> well, you know, we were fucking before the pandemic, you know. Uh, pandemic was definitely a, a hard on the rosters, man. Cause I'm telling you, because it was a chick I was fucking with, that I just had to come to Jesus meeting about because, you know, the pandemic was over for me a lot later than it was for most people. Mm-hmm. Um especially the people that it did not stop from going out. And it did not stop Scrabble Girl from going out. She's a social person. She had to be social all the time. And I'll probably tell more of that story on Patreon, but um it was just it's just different to see it's just wild to see that through different people's experience. Some people it did not affect them at all. Oh sure, I caught yeah I caught COVID two or three times, and um, well I'm still here. <laughs> that's and that's all they got for you.
1: It uh, I don't know it. it, it I, I think at some point in the in the future we'll we'll understand the reasons behind everything. But I, I do know that for a lot of people um, going through that period made them take an account of how much value they place in the actual relationships or wherever you want to call them that they have with other people. I agree. So while it is true that a lot of quote-unquote rosters may have suffered, a lot of people were just like, you know what? This is a convenient time for me to not fuck with people. That's true, anymore. too.
0: Because I know there are a few people that would just eventually just wrote me off as Oz ain't coming. Yeah. I mean, I, I was that was me before and
1: you know and and this was an actual thing that I did like you know during that that time of isolation and separation or whatever I, it it really it I really took into account the people that I just casually clung on to relationships with just because right. you know it was it was just expected and 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 going for you know two almost 3 years of solid non-contact just made it easier to come out of it. Right. Not giving a fuck like ah. Okay. Uh Yeah, I I I really don't have to speak to that person. Don't don't feel
0: compelled to to do any of that shit. Right. It's a lighter load. It did come down to for me who I was who it was worth breaking covid for, breaking breaking quarantine or whatever for, and who it wasn't. There were a couple of people where it was worth it. Yeah, the, the, the concept of acquaintances for me is almost dead. Yeah, that's true, is, true.
1: It's a beautiful thing.
0: You won't, you? You're on team Oz, or you're not? That kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Shout out to the new listeners. The fuck are y'all doing here, man? The weather is too nice for y'all to be inside. It's true. It's true. It's a it is a nice day out, and I'm not a fan of the conventional. Um. Sunny day Nice day Shit I'm a rainy day guy Yeah It was a Wonderful day outside Beautiful day Especially for Houston, Texas um, Got up this morning It was a It was a nice Crisp Low 60s Yeah it was almost it Almost tricking you to believe It was hoodie weather uh, It was almost tricking you into believing mosquito season was over Nah Never that Nah We only get three weeks free of mosquitoes. I don't say, that shit ain't over until at least December. (laughs) Um, Shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. The first times, the long times, the last times. Shout out to all our niggas on uh, Spotify, uh, Google, Apple, iHeart, uh, SoundCloud, all them niggas. Shout out to wherever you listen to us at, anywhere quality content is disseminated. Uh shout out to our niggas uh the Discord crew. Shout out to our niggas on Patreon. Yep. <laughs> another month in the books. Got another uh let's see. Oh, I drop Oh yeah, I dropped uh we dropped two um we dropped two items for um merch for Patreon in September. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I dropped a new uh, My Media is Black. Yes. Uh, Media is Black merch. We got those mugs. We got shirts. We got notebooks. We got stickers uh, in honor of International Podcast Day, which as of today was a couple days ago. Um, I think I'm going to keep that up for a limited time. Okay. And I'm not going to tell y'all how limited. It's a nice design. Why, thank you, sir. Um. I'm not gonna tell y'all how limited. Just cop it. I'll do that. Keep you niggas on your toes. <laughs> um what we got here? Oh, giving out flowers. Hey, hey. This week. Flowers go to um I always forget his government name, and it's probably not important. Um, flowers go to well, first of all, flowers go to Solange. Yes. Um I saw Beyonce shouting her out on the Instagram. Um, She she has a what is uh, what is this she did? She has a um, she's the first composer, uh, first
1: African American woman to compose for um, the New York City Ballet.
2: Man,
1: that's huge.
0: That is enormous. Like, and and you know, sometimes we forget that Solange has been. In that side of the business for a long time. I want y'all to
1: understand that I said the word compose. Correct. Like, I, I just want to make sure that they, that they
0: understand that, like. N- like, not to just not to making beats, or right. not to just beat selection, but composing.
1: Right. The New York City Ballet.
0: From the, like, composing music from the bottom up. Correct. That's a big deal. That's a big fucking deal, actually. Shout
1: out to women. Man, Shout out to black women. The black woman is God. Shout man. out to Houston fucking
0: Texas. Y'all gonna stop sleeping on us. Eventually. Y'all gonna stop sleeping on us. Y'all gonna learn. Um, also wanted to give flowers unexpectedly to uh, Mr. Soldier Boy. What? Soldier Boy, man. You what? Yeah, that nigga. Um, wow. And it just goes to show that no matter who you are, you where you come tetherite. from, not yet. No matter who you are, no matter where you come from, one thing we can all unite under is fuck Vlad.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> he thing. was waiting on it. He was like, we'll,
1: we'll unite with the North side against Dallas. Like, I, Exactly. I, I fully understand it. Okay.
0: Right. I, I, I was waiting. I was
1: waiting for that part. I was like, correct,
0: what? correct. Um, so I guess I'll just let uh, young uh, Andre. That's what his name. We'll, we'll just let Drake talk for himself. Where is it?
3: Our right, ad when it did an interview with you. Why he in jail now? Why every time Boost is doing an interview with you, he getting pulled over by the police because you were the police. Shut the fuck, up, nigga you can drop all the teddy riley interviews you want you still a bitch. you still the police Come out stop bringing teddy riley into this he got shit with this dj vlad use a bitch. Huh. you can drop all the interviews you want with speaking on my name i'm still a gangster I'm still viral i'm still number one y'all still bitch. stop bringing teddy riley into this dj vlad you ain't got shit with this nigga. bring it up Five, six years ago. Let's talk about right now. Let's talk let's talk about how you getting rappers locked up, bitch. You was a distraction. You were a distraction. You are gonna post that Terry Riley interview, that interview what he talking about Put
0: So the- <clears throat> um now the party wanted you and and I have to be fair to both sides of this. The party wanted you to focus on is that You have to be fair to Vlad? Well, not really fair to Vlad. Okay. But full disclosure, more like. Gotcha. Um, he, the part he wanted you to focus on is that, yes, Vlad, it, Vlad is instrumental in getting young black men locked up. Mm-hmm. No matter how you feel about them telling their stories or the parts of their stories that they tell, um, there are judges that thanked Vlad mm. for being so instrumental in getting... Niggas locked up because of his brand of journalism, that's documented. Now, to be fair, Soldier Boy is only on this tangent because Vlad did an interview recently with Teddy Riley, and you know, um, Soldier Boy, uh, um, uh, his daughter, Teddy Riley's daughter, is the mother of his child or children, Nia Riley.
1: That's unfortunate.
0: And they, well, you haven't seen, well, she look she looked all right. Um, it, there's been, a, and of course, over the years, there's been a lot of drama and there's been a lot of Soulja Boy acting a fucking fool uh in the streets on her and shit. And Teddy Riley was not aware until recent times. And he used that platform to call Soulja Boy out. Um, which Soldier Boy considered a bitch move um, on his part. But in all that, he's not wrong. No matter who's saying this shit, he is not wrong. Vlad is a pestilence. Yeah. And to this day, I want to... I, I always mention this. To this day, I want to slap the shit out of the nigga who tried to convince me that Vlad is the most prolific, best hip-hop Journalist of all time.
1: That person has not listened to shit else.
0: If that's the case, this person is this. I can tell you that person is not for the culture. Yeah, not at all. Um, so yeah, any any enemy of Vlads is a friend of mine. Uh, so salute to soldier boy. You <laughs> quit disrespecting that girl though. She too cute for that shit. There's a whole generation of ain't shit niggas about soldier, about in soldier boys bracket that got that got women that are too cute for them that they act a fool on. Stop that shit. Do not deserve them titties. Um, going into humans ain't shit. Um, I don't really have like an issue of the day for humans ain't shit. I do just want to impart. It is October which means um, We're not far off Holiday season is Quickly approaching Right around the corner Literally around the corner Wow There are people setting up their Christmas lights um, Before Halloween has even arrived Yes Um, Because you niggas are weird Started in July Started in July And and I dated a chick like that Those are some weird people I'm talking about it in September, right after my birthday. She we were sitting around eating lunch. She's you like, know, It's Christmas time, guys. Bitch. <laughs> anyway, um, so holiday season is fast approaching. And I just want to take this time, as I will again, probably um closer to, to impart upon y'all that y'all. It's a really sensitive time for people. We are, in fact, in a recession. There are people that are going to be down about this. There are people that are going to be up. And I think with social media bringing so many people from so so many different classes of life together, I think we forget um, that the shit going on in the world can have different effects on uh, people across all classes. Mm-hmm. And it can wear on people's mental health. So, uh, I, you know, and there's always going to be a nigga that says, well, I'm not responsible for that. I, you know, I'm not going to walk on, shells for no, on eggshells for no nigga. Good for you. Wonderful for you. And that is your right. hope you twist your ankle. I do also hope you twist your ankle. That is your right to feel that way. Um, but how you treat people when you don't have to treat them well says everything about you for real. And, uh, I just want to impart on, upon people that, um, to check on, to, to check on your loved ones, really, really ask how people are doing, man. And, you know, just, just be aware of the things that you say, be aware of, um, What's going on in the lives of people Around you mm-hmm. That's community to me um, Just just bear that in mind man We all trying to get through it um, Going into song of the week Hey hey It's cooling off um, Thinking I want to slow it down a little bit
1: I don't have to carry the sweat towel with me right now <laughs> Right <laughs>
0: Shout out to all big niggas uh with the sweat towel, man. Um This is Dossie uh with I Want You. Uh, pour yourself something, get comfortable. We're gonna have a wonderful show, and we'll be back with more opinions while Black. Let's go. Yeah.
4: I'm hoping that you answer it Cause I'm having withdrawals
0: I Want You by Dossie Nice little Nice little evening kickback joint Already You know um, Can always be found on the Opinions While Black featured music Playlist uh, Which can be found on Spotify and Apple um, Updated Weekly ideally Um, See what's going on Oh I did want to follow up on that one thing so, <laughs> you know, I keep pivoting back to uh, Cardi B suing that blogger Tasha K, mm-hmm. and how she kind of tried to flee the country and shit. Um, Tasha has moved all has apparently moved a great, a good chunk of her money to Africa. Wow! <laughs> what hey, right just, man, keep it where it's safe. Boy, this is turning This is turning into Like one of them Doc One of them like Docudramas Like catch me if you can Or some shit <laughs> Cardi will be coming For her money By the way <laughs> Oh man They gonna make they, they gonna make A lifetime movie About that shit mm. The adventures of Cardi B Chasing this bitch To get on money <laughs> that, 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 I would watch that Um And if you can Please book Cardi <laughs> I mean,
1: I, I, I think at this point, it's, um, I, I think Cardi has made her point.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you literally chase someone back to Africa.
0: <laughs> I think we've made our point. I'm telling you, it's that episode of Atlanta. <laughs> Just, how far will you go to make your point? Uh, the the therapy. Urn, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the therapy. One. Yes. Yeah. How far will you go to make your point? Um, did you see the? Did you see this past episode of Atlanta? I did,
1: I did uh, the one about my father's <laughs> side of the family. Yes, <laughs> I, I watched that episode.
0: Oh my god, that! I, I think that is. I've laughed so much at, I watched that episode like two or three times now. Funny part is the whole time
1: that Aunt uh wasn't it Aunt Jeanette? What was it? Aunt Jeannie? Aunt Jeannie. Was acting up, I was like, man, she is really acting light-skinned right now. <laughs> and sure enough. And sure enough. And from the mouths of babes. <laughs>
0: right. Oh, man, it was good to see Cat Williams back, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody else was talking about uh, talking about Isaiah Whitlock. They were like, the only Whitlock I fuck with is Isaiah Amen. Whitlock. Hey,
2: man. She. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> Oh man, in that in, in that uh in that linen suit. Oh boy, that was a good episode. That was a very good episode. I, I mean, just go get the goddamn bread. <laughs> I feel
1: you, sir. I feel you.
0: That's my mama's side of the family. That, the show,
1: yeah, that is my father's side of the family. My father's side of the family. They they he would have escalated to that point <laughs> the second time he would have asked, asked for bread. You know, hey, can you get some bread? Well, let me go my let me go ask my man. Can you get some goddamn bread? Just bring the goddamn bread, nigga. <laughs> Shit.
0: You making oh. the bread yourself? Oh, man. Atlanta, I'm telling you, Atlanta is going for is trying to go out with all the gusto. There's no van though. What's Where, this van, man? What she doing? Next episode. Okay. Next episode, I uh, just from what I saw the preview looks like it's going to be a van episode. A van and Lottie episode.
1: Hmm.
0: We haven't seen the baby at all yeah, In a couple seasons right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That baby's in college now
0: I was, and, and, But I, I, I sympathize I was, yeah. I was thinking that as well I was like we definitely need more Van um, Let's see As long as we're on content uh, What else was I watching Oh I, Yvonne Orgy has a new comedy special Oh is it out It is out it is, it is, Last night hey. As of Last night um i I will say I was entertained i I've have, I have not finished I think I had like ten minutes ago or something
1: mm-hmm. she's she's decent as a comedian she's yeah. not a fall out laughing comedian right but she i mean and again i I still recognize also that she's relatively young in her comedy career also true I think she'll be i think she'll be all right
0: and and that was the thing and I think this one definitely had a different tone from the last one. I mean, all the themes were still there, but I think this one was more, it wasn't dramatic per se, but it was definitely more of that kind of Gerard Carmichael one-man show element Mm -hmm. than it was just a fallout laughing comedy special. Gotcha. And they also threw like little, like two-minute skits in there too, Hmm. which were interesting. And It was definitely her putting on some, definitely her putting some people on that she fucks with. Um, I was mostly for the most part I was entertained. I want to I, I want to go ahead and watch it all in one go. But um, I keep doing what she's doing, and she's still fine. Sheesh! Yes, yes, yes. Damn! You, speaking of fumbles, who? Uh,
1: the old dumbass. Uh, nah, he didn't fumble. He 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 revealed who he he, he just did exactly what he does. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he he paved the way for someone more deserving.
0: <laughs> What's my nigga name? Emmanuel. Acho. Oh, Emmanuel Acho. oh man. i I miss cracking on him. Raggy ass nigga. <laughs> Dumb-ass nigga. <laughs> um uh oh, new Cuddy album. Cuddy dropped Intergalactic. I heard. Um, which is the soundtrack to uh the Netflix series. Also starring him, which I still need to catch. I I, I do want to catch that series though. It looks very interesting. Yeah, um, it's got the. I mean, it, it's it's not necessarily sci-fi, but it's got that. It's got that that art quality of like into the Spider Verse, right? Um, and it's got people I fuck with. You know, he you know he's he's the lead character, and him and uh, Jessica Williams. Oh, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. I will definitely watch anything with Jessica Williams involved. Um, Definitely. After I just recently caught season two of Love Life, I went on when I heard it, when I heard it was an anthology series, I went on and skipped over Ooh. season one because to, they told me season two is where all the black people were. Okay, so you, yeah, you skipped it. It was uh, my man from the good place. Oh, a cheat, cheat, cheat! You know I'll what I'm it. talking about—the short, the, the short dude, the glasses—is he short? And he looks short. The black dude. He looks short, but then Jessica Williams is tall as fuck. Yeah, um, he was in
1: Midsummer, also. He was standing next to Kirsten Bell in uh, the Good Place the whole
0: time. So yeah, maybe he just looked tall standing just, next to her. Yeah, that's true too.
1: Not that it matters,
0: but yeah, my man with the forehead in, in the Good Place. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you. Um, I liked and I, you know, I don't watch The Good Place. But very good show. I watched the first two episodes with Euphonic. I like him, and that whole season of Love Life was dope with him and Jessica Williams. I li- I really liked the both of them. You gotta check it then. Um. So yeah. Oh, she's in the Harry Potter joint. The whatever. Um, the secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Fantastic
1: Beasts. Whatever the it is. The
0: Fantastic Beast series. Yeah, yes. the shit that I haven't watched. I haven't watched none of them, yeah. and I probably don't intend to. Ariel was mad as hell. She was like, How do you call yourself a Harry Potter fan and you ain't watch none of the Fantastic Beast shit.
1: Because uh, all the Harry Potter fans that I know are like don't watch that shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um you know me. I'm just one of them niggas. Like when once once I've gotten what I need out of a thing. Yeah. Like I I watched the the Harry Potter series. Uh, the, you know, the, the the Harry Potter Voldemort shit. Mm-hmm. I, I got my full experience. Right. And I'm sure whether the next stuff is good or bad, I got my full experience. I have not watched Better Call Saul, even though I'm a fan of that universe. Breaking Bad gave me my experience.
1: Uh, that's, that's where I'm going to disagree with you, though. Yeah? I argue at the end of the day. Better Call Saul might be a better executed series than Breaking Bad.
0: Oh shit, that's a hot ass take. That's a
1: very hot take. And ad- ad- mind you, Breaking Bad, I I I I feel like Breaking Bad might be overall my favorite yeah. drama of all time. Um very iconic moments, very, very well done. I think Better Call Saul basically picked up at the level where Breaking Bad left off mm-hmm. and and created an expansion of that universe, that was even that was executed even better than Breaking Bad was Cause I, right. and I remember it was like the first season, almost season and a half of Breaking Bad, I was struggling with it. Now at the end, it all paid off. Like there was a lot of that stuff that was building up in season one that, right. that eventually paid off. In Better Call Saul, again, it it did have the benefit of having a lot of that mythology built in. Mm-hmm. But man,
0: it's such a good show, I, and that's what everyone has said. So uh, maybe I I am thinking I'll circle I'll circle back around to it now that it's over. You will. Um I cuz I've already broken my rule recently for Rings of Power. Uh, I still haven't made it through episode it, 1. It's hard to watch alongside House of the Dragon. Yeah. Because House of the Dragon <clears throat> is a different it, is a is it's a different world and it's a different kind of tone mm-hmm. and it's selling a very different thing. Yeah. Like it the Game of Thrones stuff is all what is what do I want to say? The Sopranos. The, oh. Well, it, <laughs> it's the Sopranos on Middle Earth. Yeah, and so there is definitely a lot more it, it, a lot more sex and violence in, in that regard. Insist. <laughs> <laughs> and and Lord of the Rings and Rings of Power is definitely a lot more chaste. Yeah, in that regard. Because the source material was a lot more chase. That's very, that's very true. So you have to watch it with different eyes. Um, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and I, I've started. I'm like two or three episodes in. I'm gonna wait till House of the Dragons over, and start and really, really watch that a little closer. Yeah, and and I think I'm gonna do the same.
1: Honestly, I think I said that when I started watching both of them the same day. I was like, eh, I can only do one of these at a time.
0: Right. Very different tones, so it's hard yeah. to switch back and forth. Yeah. Um uh but yeah, so let's see, where oh Cuddy. Cuddy's album. Oh, damn, how Damn, that was a hard pivot. That was a hard pivot. <laughs> that was a hard pivot. That was a hard pivot. I'll admit that one. But I like Cuddy's album. Um I'm a I'm a Cuddy fan though. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's Cuddy does love songs or his, or his version of love songs. Yeah. For real. It's love songs that almost—it's not quite eight hundred eight and heartbreaks type shit, but it's got that ethereal elect electronic aspect to it. Yeah, and so for him, and he—you know—I I listened to an interview where he was like, you know, this, for me, it's like almost like like writing a fantasy novel because I'm not in a relationship, and maybe I'll be one day, but this is kind of what I would like that relationship mm-hmm. to look like. Yeah. And I was very impressed. Um it's got I mean, there's a lot of the same tone, but it 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 kind of ebbs and flows and I I really like the flow of the album. Um it's definitely a cut I never thought I'd listen to a Cuddy album that you could bring a girl over hmm. and kick it to. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Um 'cause Cudi's cut Cuddy's not quite a hard rapper. But he's got that hard rapper quality to him. He's not a hard rapper, but I, you also couldn't really invite chicks over for a, a, your average cutie. I couldn't have. I couldn't imagine setting the mood with "Man on the Moon." I get. I, I okay. I get what you're saying. Like his his voice is not a
1: smooth, like calming, right voice to to get you in a particular mood. It's right. Okay, I get what you're saying. I, yeah. I, I had to, I, and there's I, a lot
0: of mental health stuff involved usually, yeah. and
1: I, I assume it's hard to get down when you, talking about mental health and shit like that,
0: right? Like Gambino has that stuff, and I, I put them in the same kind of, you know, genre a little bit, but I could invite a chick over for Gambino. I can't invite a chick over for Cuddy. I can invite <laughs> a chick over for Intergalactic though, um, so I was very impressed with that. Um. Also, Freddie Gibbs dropped some new shit. Mm-hmm. Now you, you, you probably can't invite the ladies over for Freddie Gibbs. Oh no, they they would not be interested <laughs> that, whatsoever. That is drying the vagina right yeah, up. Nah, I, I like I like this.
1: The thing I like about Fred's album, because I, I said I'm only going to listen to one of the other, and I don't really care for cutty shit, right? But as I was listening to Fred's album, I was like, he he found his pocket, and he's sitting in that pocket. I would love to hear an entire project of him and Rick Ross just talking about things that are well within Rick's means, but out of Freddie's means. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Like, Freddie can't talk about the same shit Rick does, but no, he does not. And just, uh, you know, listening to Rick Ross grunt. Ugh. They, uh, ugh. You hear that type 2 diabetes in his voice. Like... Rick, wash under all four of your armpits. <laughs> uh, so much work. <laughs> I want the glasses,
0: though. Oh, my God. The a glass I still can't get over that. That's, that was it. Yeah. It was funny, but it was wrong. It was just, um, Yeah, I like Freddie's album. Um, For me, maybe not his best effort to me, but still entertaining. Um, still something I'm probably gonna get some reps into uh working out. Um Freddie is just he he is in his pocket. He 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 gets in just the right pocket and the production level was on point for me. But you know,
1: the whole time I was listening to it, I was still picturing him getting dragged from bow to stern <laughs> in that club. <laughs> There there are some things that I won't take as seriously about young Frederick. This is true. You know, he can't talk about hands. He can't talk about whipping nobody's ass. He cannot. You're correct. Because I saw that man <laughs> turned into a Swiffer. <laughs> oh,
0: shit. <laughs> oh, man. And he's always one of the people I suspected would have hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but then when you're talking about niggas that he was pressed up on, like academics, of course, everybody got hands when it comes to academics. <laughs> yeah. Now that's
1: a dude that's a dude that could do he could he could do a comedy tour. Well, no, I don't know if he's stand up funny. He's he's one of those you sit in a room with him long enough, he's funny. Oh yeah, he's dudes. yeah.
0: He's a old he's old school homeboy funny. Yeah. He's barbershop funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's him. Perfect. He's, he is barbershop funny. I would man, let it, let him and Cosby in the same room. and <sighs> And then let a third Negro walk in the room like, <laughs> Busted
1: ass shoes, on
0: I heard it. I heard it as you said it.
1: Yeah,
0: ass nigga. Uh, doggy. Oh dog! Oh no
1: dog! Nigga shoes walked in before he did. Uh.
0: Damn, I miss cars, man. That's my nigga. Hey,
1: nigga, you scheduled that. You scheduled it too. Your your shoes scheduled it one. Oh,
0: ass nigga. Ass nigga. <laughs> oh man. Shout out to our boy DJ Cosmos, man. Uh, Radio Galaxy shit coming soon, right? Yeah, buddy. There we go. Yeah, we we we, we actually you with know, <laughs> that with the air horns. Yeah, we
1: start we start shooting some stuff uh, this month. Actually, oh
0: shit! Oh, the the comeback is imminent. Let's go get them. Can't wait. This thing is hella excited. Can't wait. Um, I'll see. We got. Oh, I forgot to do the RIP. Uh, rest in peace um, to gospel uh, gospel musician uh, Keith Wonderboy Johnson, hmm. gospel musician songwriter. Um, definitely my mom's era. Um, it, at fifty, we don't have we don't have any information. I think I don't think they've done the autopsy yet, but died at fifty. I hate hearing that fifty that that fifties pocket, because Coolio died. We we talked about that on Patreon a little bit, but Coolio died, had a, had a, yeah. a had a heart attack. Yeah, fifty nine died at fifty nine. Man, way too young. His uh, his homeboy said he went in. He he was at his homeboy's house. He went in the restroom, did not come out. Damn, that's cold, man. I and with. After losing my dad, I think about that a lot. Like, my dad—I mean, he was—he was in the hospital. You know, he got some hospital help, and you know, it was, of course, his his status was declining. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> one of the last kind of cognizant moments he had—the last cognizant moment he had with us—he. You know, he got to be with us. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, right. And he, you know, and I, I it trips me out because he asked as his, you know, his 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 bearings were getting a little fuzzy, and his memory was getting a little fuzzy. He asked me, you know, we live in a house. I said, yeah, because I grew up in a, in a little cramped apartment. Mm-hmm. And he said, man, we got, it. I was like, yeah, we got, like, we got land, we got grass, we got everything, man. And, of course, him being a nigga, we got burglar bars. <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, he knew he lived in Hiram Clark. And, right. <laughs> and him knowing that we were taken care of, um, it took some of the staying out of it. It looked like he looked more peaceful. Mm-hmm. And we... It, my mom always said, the last weekend you spent with your father, y'all sat out there for a few... Y'all sat out there for a few hours
1: mm.
0: and had a beer and talked some shit. You spent... You got to give him his meals. You got to give him his medicine. And... Honestly The way he The way Just That was kind of His vision For how the last Of his life would go Yeah With us I couldn't imagine Now I don't know How close he, Coolio was With his friends But I couldn't imagine Going Going in Somewhere alone And not coming out And that And there being a question Overnight Or wherever Or however long Of what happened to this nigga I couldn't imagine And that's something That you think about Getting a little older That's just wild to me man Hug everybody man Yes Hug everybody Tell everybody Every fucking thing How you feel All that shit Cause I think about that shit too. I don't want any secrets. <laughs> I'll keep yours. Don't get me wrong. I'll keep your secrets, but I'm not. I'm not keeping any for myself. Right. I'm, not, I'm not ashamed of shit I do. Um, so if you pull up on me somewhere, yes, I probably did smash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just, we can handle it there. Whatever that means, we can, we can handle the shit there, bro. Whatever that means, fam. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um. So yeah, rest in peace, Coolio. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Keith Johnson. Um, condolences to condolences to the family. Hang in there, man. It it hurts for a little bit. Um. Push forward if you can. Everybody root for you. Um. Murder suspects in the PNB Rock case. This one fucked me up, bro. So. I don't think they've, I, I, I have to read it again. I don't think they caught them or maybe they didn't catch everybody. I think hmm. the son is still at large. It was a father, a son, and now being told a mother. Wow. Like, I, it, I wanted to crack jokes. Like, you niggas, you niggas robbed somebody as a family, dog, and, like, I want to be angry at them and they deserve a little bit of anger because yeah, rob him. You didn't have to kill him. That's the, that's the part of nowadays that fucks me up. It's never just robbing someone anymore. You gotta, they gotta rob him and kill him. Yeah. I don't know if that's a clout thing. I don't know if that's a, a, a rep thing or what that is.
1: I, I don't even have the room to speculate on it. It's, it's one of those things that's
0: completely senseless. I've seen niggas rob, like I've seen niggas rob somebody, and maybe fuck them up a little bit, so you know they not, you know, so they're gonna be a little, you know, out of it trying to come after you. But that's a that's a new one on me. You ain't gotta kill. I couldn't imagine anything, whether it be to survive or what the fuck it is. I couldn't imagine anything that's worth me killing you. For it Any material Possession And the fact that they did this as a Family Like The village for me The village failed them and they failed the village I I don't know what to say I mean it's You got your son with you yeah. man You want your, that's what you want your son to see. I
1: I would be, I would be very curious to see what they say when the, when the details of it finally come out. I
0: agree. Yeah. Now, this is, now, that fact alone has me kind of sticking closely to this case. Yeah. Um, And it's just, it's a damn shame. And for me, I want to be mad at them and they do deserve a little bit of the anger, but it's also made me angry at the system that has put them in that position. Mm-hmm. Because the more the, the the more the hunger gets worse and the more the poverty gets worse, you're going to see crazy shit like families out here getting it together. Yeah. Something got to change, man. Something got to fucking change. It's unfortunate. And, or, it's that podcast shit we all do Where we all say something gotta change But it's upsetting Something has to fucking change out here Something in terms of community Something in terms of um, The community providing for each other Cause that's crazy um, So I'll definitely Be keeping up with that case a little closer um, That was a hard one on you boy Pause um, gotta throw a little some bullshit in there. Um, Megan Thee Stallion. This is kind of a this is kind of an up a little more upbeat. Mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion has lost a new uh, mental health website. Um, in the in interesting, the, right in the service of um. <laughs> I think I read a description somewhere that said helping hotties get therapy. Um, hotties need therapy too. Hotties do need therapy, man. Um, especially with, well. Especially I, dealing with niggas. I, I was going to say, I, I talked about it in Patreon. Especially niggas out here pulling their dick out, man. Um, what are, This is according to the cut. In the past three years, Megan Thee Stallion has graduated college, lost her mother, performed at the Oscars, been shot, and been accused of lying about it in the media in the courtroom. All this while recording music and performing around the world, not to mention surviving a global pandemic. Uh, She knows the value of asking for help, and now she's providing resources so her fans can do the same. Over the weekend, Megan launched a new website called Bad Bitches Have Bad Days Too," (laughs) (laughs) Specifically for hotties who might need a helping hand but don't know how to get it. The site, which is named after a lyric in her song, Anxiety, oh, that is a good song, Um, features a list of resources complete with links and phone numbers. The resources are broken up into categories like free therapy organizations, LGBTQIA uh, community resources. Um, Where we got? The site showcases a wide variety of organizations, including ones that are tailored to the black community. Uh, right on, man. Um, yeah. So I'm appreciative of this because, and again, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna whine that Oz is just shitting on niggas again. But I'm glad they're getting therapy somewhere because they ain't getting it from us. Let me tell you something: you tell a woman, you tell a, a woman, tells a nigga they got some shit going on. niggas think dick solves everything. How's your how's your day? How's your day? What are you up to? Oh, I've got this. Oh man, I'm just chilling. I got this, I got this cold. Want some dick? Damn, can't even get the bitch some soup. Oh man, mental health, <laughs> mental having a having a self-care day, mental health a little low. Want some dick? I'm telling you, I'm telling you, ask any woman. Ask any woman you know. The conversation's gonna lead is gonna lead to sex. And they and niggas think Dick will solve everything. And Dick might be causing more of the problems than they solving. So I'm glad I'm I'm not glad that women are having to solve these things for themselves because as a community, we should be lifting each other up. But I'm glad Megan is offering is is offering these resources. Towards something productive And I'm glad she's at least acknowledging it Like it's uh, You know
1: especially for, for her age Demographic Right um, Usually those, those types of services Are promoted by Older people And when I say right. older I mean like people in their 30s Not like you know octogenarians Or anything like that But it's, it's good that you know if, if you look at her As like the anti-Nikki where where, I do. where Nikki engages a lot in basically being an asshole, for lack of a better term.
0: Engaging in shit with yeah. people, and people half her age on the internet.
1: I've always been grateful for the way that, that Megan does carry herself. Um, even though she does portray herself as a bad baddie who will, who will jump on a dick at any moment. Um, I'm a huge proponent you of know, that. Out, outside of her performative... Right. Persona, right? Um, she appears to be very humble and appears to be again pulling from the Beyonce playbook of doing shit the right way. Correct. So, Correct. If only Nicki Minaj had a mother like Beyonce. I,
0: I don't think I don't honestly I don't think mother or father figures would solve it. I don't. I I really don't. I whatever is whatever is wrong with with Nicki. I feel like. I feel like she's a product of the industry. I feel like the industry did something different to her and and now cuz but that's just the comic book in me. Is like that the some, world affects people in different ways?
1: I mean, the industry heightens who you are. She she got to have yeah. some asshole in her yeah, already.
0: I, that's true. I was it's always like the Captain America thing to me. Like Yeah. You know, the Captain, you know, the 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 super soldier thing brings out whatever you actually are. And it brought out, you know, um a white boy that could get any woman on the planet pregnant—they wouldn't say shit, right? And gave us Hugo Weaving uh, with a red face. So, <laughs> uh, congratulations to Megan once again. Once again, in the same episode, Houston, stand up, stand the fuck up, please stand up. Uh, y'all gonna y'all gonna stop underestimating Houston, man. Um, also, quit coming here. Just on a quick side note, yeah. I mentioned this on social media. Uh, as far as living quarters, quit coming here. Stop it. We're full. We are at capacity. The fire marshal is going to shut this shit down. Quit coming here. Yep. There's nothing here for you. Whatever they told you about Houston, it's a lie. The food dry, the food dry and nasty. Be in traffic for 90 minutes. I don't know what they told you. 90 minutes is short. I would say that's actually true. Yeah. Uh, the food is not drying. It naturally. gets up
1: to 170 degrees in the summer. If the sun touches your skin, you will have a heat stroke immediately. You don't want to come
0: here. I'm willing to lie and start just telling y'all that California got better, got better barbecue.
1: Yeah. Well, halt, halt, well. No. Wait wait no that's too far a man has to have principles
0: <laughs> say that's too far come we can't on, lie man. to you like that my nigga. come on man. <laughs> the barbecue slapped but we only got so much at some point we have to go we're going to start outsourcing the cows we kill um and start bringing them in killing them in tennessee um quit coming here <laughs> we fooled dog. quit coming here um what else is going on oh shout out to trevor noah Trevor Noah, after what, a seven year run? Something like that. Is stepping down from the daily show. He's finally stepping down. I believe he's gonna focus more on his stand up. I'm gonna hit him with the airborne. I like Trevor's stand up. I think it's the str- I I like what he does on the daily show, but I think I I think the the stand up is his stronger skill set. Yeah, that, that, and I think it's improved a little. Yeah, bit. there
1: are things he can do outside that format, and plus, you know, he his almost his entire run was during the Trump era. Which, although that was only four years
0: of Trump, Trump
1: will age you in dog years. i would ears. say you're right. It's like thirty dog years of, of Trump.
0: That's why I felt I was like, damn, it doesn't feel like it's a, it doesn't feel like it's been seven years. That man been through Trump and a pandemic. Yeah, he did half of it. He did yeah. like a little less than half of his tenure in you his right. house. You're right Wow <laughs> I, I even forgot about The pandemic
1: part And and now You know He's dealing with Joe Biden Talking to dead people <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Where's Jackie Uh Nigga she been dead For about a month Oh shit <laughs> Much like you sir
0: <laughs> I'm telling you they gonna, they gonna leave Real life weekend At Bernie's alone Damn I'm telling you, they just they, they just start playing that old Lawrence Welk music. He just get to do he just jump up, get to doing to Charleston. Um, yeah, seven years goes by pretty fast. Apparently, um, I'm just gonna say it. i you know I I know we don't I know you don't do a lot of speculating on and things like that on what's next and all that shit. But I'm not gonna lie to you. Just off the top of my head, I feel like it's Amber Ruffin's turn. Actually, I think they've already said Roy Wood is going to do it. I'll take that, too. Yeah. I'll take that, too. Roy Wood, funny as a motherfucker.
1: Yeah, I think they said Roy Wood is going to do it.
0: Damn. Roy, and you, you know what? And I think he's talented. I think he's funny. I think he's amazing.
1: I think he's still running from Jay Prince. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I will say that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have been my choice as far as what white people look for I would Like uh, my first instinct was Oh damn Amber Ruffin gonna jump in there Cause she, I feel like I feel like somewhere along the way Maybe not necessarily daily In terms of daily show But I feel like her turn is coming up And I feel like that show she does is under Is underrated I, I tried.
1: I've tried a couple of episodes of her show
0: I mean, It's not I want to go back to it because I want to see how the, how coming out of the pandemic has changed it. Yeah, I, mean, I think a big part of it was that there was no audience.
1: I agree, It
0: makes a difference. Yeah, so I want to I want to come back. I want people to start pivoting back to her, and we see what and see, we see what she can do. Man, I, I think she's a very unique, funny talent. Um, but yeah, shout out to Roy Wood, man. That's a funny nigga. I never thought. Roy Wood would be an upcoming new face of late night.
1: Jay friend's going to
2: show, show up and collect at his ass?
1: <laughs> you know, Roy, you know, you uh, you got to show up to work to work. <laughs>
0: Is he going to be in the green room? Yeah. <laughs> He's just going to be walking up already, you see. You, you I, see. Ate
1: all, I ate all your red Skittles, Roy.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell him you need some more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just saw the Red ones,
1: And I'm kind of disappointed they only gave you pulp free orange juice, Roy. <laughs> you need to really talk to somebody about that.
0: Oh, dude. man, Drake up all his hill country. Yeah.
1: You need to you need to learn how to ask for what you actually want. Roy.
2: Oh shit.
1: Ask for what you actually want.
0: This is this is I'm in your green room, by the
1: way. And then that man just disappears in a cloud of smoke.
0: (laughs) Damn. Oh, boy. So, (laughs) shout out to Roy Wood. Um, The Haunting
1: of J Prince.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, shout out to him. Keep your head on a swivel, dog.
1: (laughs) Or it's going to be on a spike.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Niggas have come up missing over less. Uh, that's probably, actually, that's a good place to put a pit in and take a break. We'll be back with more foolishness and fuckery. You were listening to Sober Conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. Pour up. And we are back. We are black. We are opinionated. And we are and we're kicking it, hydrating on a beautiful Sunday afternoon, man. It's a wonderful day out there. Mhm. Um It is time for you know what? Just, yeah, it is time for white people must be stopped. Hey, hey. This is why I don't fuck with white people. Yeah. Um you know, the cheating scandals have been at an all-time high. I didn't put this on the rundown. But it did just occur to me that uh, somebody somebody mentioned this to me while we were talking about uh, Ime Udoka and all, mm-hmm. that, and all that shit going on with him. They're like, so y'all didn't bring up um, a gentleman from – see, I don't even keep up with white people. What is a try guy and why, when I tried to Google it, do they look like Teletubbies the college years? Tries and T-R-Y? T-R-Y. Apparently, this is some kind of show. The Try Guys? Sounds like some home and garden type shit. Um, they all, they're color-coded, they are color-coded white people who try things. I don't know. All I know is that they seem to be very popular with the Whites, and one of them uh, has been caught up cheating on his wife, and apparently his whole character, he got fired apparently, but apparently his whole character or his whole, like, brand is him being the I love my wife guy. I forgot what the gentleman's name is. Maybe it's Ned. Oh, I thought you were talking about Chance the Rapper. (laughs) Ned Fulmer. Okay, yes, Ned from the Try Guys. I don't know what a Try Guy is. I know when I looked them up on Google, they look like they literally they're color coded, so they look like Teletubbies. The college years.
1: Never seen or heard of. Never seen or heard of them. I'm looking at it now. Nothing rings a bell about them.
0: Yeah, dude was cheating on his wife, apparently. Um, he was slinging dick all over, and uh, <clears throat> it ruined his image. He fumbled what apparently is a huge bag for white people. Um, and I don't know, maybe they're just going to go, That there were four of them, maybe they're just going to go three. Um, sucks for him. Doesn't matter who you are, man, we'll cheat on you, unfortunately. I, I'm, I'm telling you, just cheat. <laughs> just cheat. Um, Keisha Cole had it right (laughs) Poor Keisha Cole It it feels like she's been dating the same Ain't shit nigga for her entire career But it's like five different niggas Hail Hydra (laughs) She uh,
1: crawled so Danny Lee could walk
0: (laughs) (sighs) Oh man Um, Yeah I I, I thought I had something on Antonio Brown, but I'll 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 come back to that. Uh New York's Attorney General, Letitia James, uh is suing the Trumps. Uh apparently she's putting the full weight of the Attorney General's office behind uh trying to put these motherfuckers on the stand. This is according to the Daily Beast. New York's attorney general is planning to put the Trumps and their family company on trial for business fraud next year, according to a letter the AG's office submitted in court on Thursday. Uh, In that Thursday court filing, New York AG Letitia James's office disclosed its intention to fast-track its new $250 million civil lawsuit against the Trump Organization. Citing it as a reason why the case should remain in the hands of the New York State judge who is already intimately familiar with the investigation, um, OAG in turn intends to seek an expedited preliminary conference to set a trial to set a trial date, excuse me, before the end of 2023, allowing for an expedited trial schedule. On an enforcement proceeding after extensive litigation over subpoena enforcement is precisely the circumstance that warrants keeping this case before Justice Ingram and the interests of the judicial community, wrote one assistant attorney general, Kevin Wallace. Uh, Donald Trump and his heirs and the heirs to his real estate marketing empire, Don Jr., Ivanka and Eric, Engaged in delay tactics that slowly, that slowly, that severely slowed down the investigation for years, repeatedly refusing to turn over documents or show up for sworn testimony, their resistance uh, earned the scorn of Justice Arthur Ingr- uh who had often, uh, who often had to intervene and order them to comply. That three-year investigation, uh, culminated in a lawsuit James filed last week against the Trump Organization. Alleging rampant business and tax fraud. Damn. $250 million. Quarter billion. They gonna, they gonna lock his ass smooth up. To which I reply, we will see. So, we talked about this off air. Um, Randall is skeptical, and mm-hmm. rightfully so. Um... White people slip things like this. The Trumps slip things like this. Because if we're keeping it a a whole bean, Trump should have already been in prison. Been. (laughs) If we're keeping it a hard buck, Obama would have been under the prison for half the shit Trump did. In and out of office. Yeah. They would have publicly executed that, man. Guaranteed. And... The other and the other thing and the thing that keeps me hopeful. Do I think do I think Trump's going to go to prison off of this? No, it's a lawsuit. It's a lawsuit. It's not an, an indictment yeah. per se. Um, but. I am hoping that the Democrats are just playing dead for the moment and that when the time comes, Every, all of these things, because this is not the first, this is not the first legal action that's been taken or is going to be taken against Donald Trump from now until election season, right? And I'm hoping that all of this is just going to be bullets in the gun. Every one of these little, these little legal things that they may or may not slip here and there, are just going to be bullets in the gun. They've been loading the chopper for a minute. Making a case saying, do you want a president that is consistently in and out of courtrooms beating his own cases? Say what you want about Obama. He was not consistently on trial for things. Very true. He was not constantly on the edge of when he was in office being impeached he was not constantly on the edge of being put in prison for things that he should have been impeached for when he was in office this is true i'm just saying the 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 difference is glaring um so i'm just hoping that if there's any if there are any if there's any set of balls left within the Democratic uh, within the Democratic Party they will just keep holding on to these things as bullets in the gun just keep loading that motherfucker and when election season comes no matter who the chosen one is let the chopper spray one can only hope he's gonna die before they do anything (laughs) But I mean, look, hey, one can hope. Well, i was say one can have to say that that there's hope there too. Either outcome is acceptable. Agreed. Um, let's see. I had another thing that I did not write down in the rundown. Ah, oh, we have a white people must be stopped story. Actually, oh, been a while since somebody sent us one of these. Uh, let me go ahead and jump off into what I believe is the Twitter's. Oh, I definitely don't want to read that message. So I, I, I have to go between the opinions Wild Black account and my own. So,
1: which one is more scandalous? Uh,
0: pretty definitely mine. <laughs> <laughs> almost certainly um, Y'all almost got a recent message That y'all did not want I would definitely make y'all go behind the paywall For that Get top on the phone <laughs> Jesus um, Also my phone is slow as fuck it's, mm. it's probably time for a new one It's
1: time for an iPhone
0: Oh here they go Here yeah. they go with that bullshit here we go. I was trying there to get me go. to come over to the other side.
1: I heard you bitches was looking for me.
0: <laughs> here I go. Um, Here we go. This is from Andrea. Uh, oh, oh, actually, uh, this is a patron. So, yeah. <coughs> Definitely shout her out.
1: What up, young Dreezy?
0: Um, Andrea of the family Gabriel. Um, a little something for white people must be stopped. So I was at work and ended up helping an older white lady, probably in the range of 55-60-something range. Uh, I, I, helped, I helped get some plates and cups. As our interaction ended oh, don't do that." As our interaction ended, she turns and says to me, "I wish you could come cook and set up this party for me." I gave the old customer service chuckle, and she went on her way. I was genuinely confused as to why she would say that, uh, because what I helped her, what I helped her with had nothing to do with cooking, with cooking food, and food never came up in our interaction. So I went and talked to some of my coworkers that all agreed that was odd and kind of racist. Uh, one coworker was was like, "How does she know you even know how to cook?" And when I told my husband, he just looked like, "What the fuck?" So yeah, that happened, and I'm still confused. It's wait. The woman asked her what again? I wish you could come cook and set up this party for me. It sounds like because I know where she works. It sounds like she was just checking out at a register and said, "I wish you could come cook and set up this party for me." Mm. Then, I'm not as someone who has worked who, who is who has worked with these kind of people, and the immediate picture I got in my head. This sounds racist as fuck. It, it does. It. It sounds like she just assumed this lady was just generally good at being the help. That's what it sounds like.
2: What Especially
0: you? them 60, 60 and up, they senile as fuck, and they started making a lot of fucked up uh, assumptions about you. There was a lady who just walked up to my shit back at the bookstore and was like, oh, there's my big workhorse over there. Damn. Show did. There's my workhorse. Damn did they uh show everybody your teeth too <laughs> every every tuesday morning she was looking for me her workhorse give me your serial number and your lot number <laughs> right looking for my brand
1: this parcel
0: right here <laughs> yeah i i'm not going to lie to you it's it's maybe a bad practice but i always assume those people are racist every time <sighs> That's just not something you commonly Say to people and, when, and in my mind when it's something You don't commonly say to people It's probably something they say to Niggas all the time Especially people you don't know Strangers Oh man people Oh, people just walk up to you I'm telling you especially when you a big With me when you a big nigga People just walk up to you and ask you about football Where you played Every day all Every the time. day
1: Every day, people think of new and exciting ways to ask me if I played football. I'm like, y'all,
0: and people think that's I got that same after school special story of I was on my way up in football and hurt myself, and here I am working at a damn bookstore. Yeah, I just say nope. I <laughs> just leave it at that. They're like, okay, oh white, oh oh white man. I just tell them I'm gay. You got, you just gotta shake it up sometimes. You gotta shake it up sometimes yeah. Or I tell people anything nowadays I'm I'm at that age You ain't gonna whoop me You're not gonna fight over it So when I Like I'll say shit about gay people's rights They'll go are you gay? Why?
1: Cause man I am
0: What you gonna do? What you gonna do? You gonna jump me?
1: And then what if What if old dude just pulled the dick out on you? Ha! <laughs> <laughs>
0: now that now you got me there you know you bring everything full circle (laughs) it's true i it's true that they they are pulling dicks out rampantly.
1: well here we are sir now you have to do something
0: with it well uh no (laughs) i won't even call the authorities about that because i don't want to have to explain that story i don't want to have to explain how we got here Because I feel like my version of the story is just as fucked up. I'm going to get that one cop that knows this shit and goes, "You know, it's problematic, right?" Uh, I'm just saying, it, it's wild out here. It's wild out here. It. it this is why I don't come out of the house much. These are the things I have to consider, <laughs> sir. I just work here. <laughs> <laughs> um. Send your racist stories. Send your real-life racist encounters along with your listener letters. Questions for myself and D. Randall, all, please send those all to opinionswildblack at gmail.com or along on to opinionswildblack.com uh, where you can find ways to learn about Houston's Most Savage Podcast, ways to listen to us, hey, hey. ways to buy merch. Merchandise. And um, we got our new Media's Black merch out um, for the fall, for the fall winter. Um, More merch to come And also uh, Consider becoming a patron Uh, Tiers are all Under $10 For bonus content Exclusive uh, Exclusive merch Discord access What the fuck was that Uh, And more Uh, We will be right back with uh, Your listener letters and the top 3 STFUs This is Houston's most savage Podcast pour up.
2: The fuck was that?
0: (laughs) And we're back. We're black, we're opinionated, and we are just chilling. It's a lovely Sunday morning, uh, Sunday afternoon, making lovely time. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is time for... Uh,
4: <laughs> what the fuck
1: is wrong with you?
0: <laughs> it is time for your listener letters. Um, I'll tell you, I'm going to come up with a sound effect for that shit. Um, the People's Critic. Young Tim. What up, Tim? People's critic on Instagram wants to know if my phone will open back up.
1: Crime is
0: Oops. Oh, we did forget about that. Oh, that's a Oh. We okay, we have to we have to talk about this. We close out white people must be stopped. <laughs> okay. But we have to talk about this real quick. All right. So, and shout out to uh Night Shift Flex and
1: A.K.A. A. Ron for sending this to me. Um, Louisiana State Senator John Kennedy. Yes. Not to be confused with the one that should not have gotten a hole blown in his head. Damn. Um
0: Do we know if he's a Kennedy?
1: I don't know. Okay. Uh, if so they're not claiming him. <laughs> they won't after this. But basically he has uh he's he's doing a reelection campaign. Uh uh-huh. And he's one of those you know, he's he's trying to capitalize on um, the current misappropriation of the term woke. White people don't know what woke means, but they just use it as a derogatory term because they can't say nigger anymore. Correct. And they're talking about woke politics and, and how, you know, every Democrat wants to defund police and, and like fuck the cops and all this. So he basically, it, it, it's. It, I'm not going to play this commercial, but... It's a it's a poorly edited commercial where, you know, there's falsely padded stats and and stock photos of or stock video of people going in and out of like apartments and shit like that. Right. And he's saying, if you hate cops just because they're cops. Next time you're in trouble, call a crackhead. (laughs) Now, the joke of Mr. Kennedy is.
0: I have and will continue to call crackheads. They I was going to say. They are some of the most dependable people. This man has vastly underestimated uh, the crackhead economy. They would do everything from watch your house to
1: wash your car. I'm telling you, man. To cut your grass to, to fixing your car.
0: Sometimes they do this shit without even being asked. Correct. Uh, and give you the option of uh, giving them money or turning them down, all for the low price of ten dollars. I'm telling you,
1: man, they will literally do anything for ten dollars.
0: And if they didn't, if they didn't have training in it, uh, they'll get some or they'll figure they'll figure or they'll it out. They'll just do it. They'll just do it. It just happens. It, it's like the Matrix. They just get the knowledge downloaded into them immediately. They would just do it upon payment. It, it's the craziest shit I've ever seen. But crackheads might be one of the most useful. Um, lynchpins of uh, any given black uh, community. That is that is correct. And uh, so I think he's vastly underestimated how fast, and they get there faster than the cops. Oh, they're already there, <laughs> and they know
1: who did it. They know who did it. It they was the other a,
0: crackhead. Correct, right? <laughs> <laughs> Which makes me think it's a racket, but it's a good one.
1: No, they always they're always competing for territory, man. Every time on my street at one point, you know, there were there were three. There were three prominent crackheads who were, were vying for crackhead supremacy. <laughs> um, <laughs> one one eventually got his life together. Um,
0: oh, shit.
1: The other one sobered up. And the third one is still he's still cracking. So still cracking. Yeah, he
0: is. He's the oh, last. We didn't talk about bum ass Ron DeSantis. We gotta give a we gotta give okay. Ron DeSantis a minute, right. and, we, and we got and we're making good time. All right. Um. <clears throat> so dumbass Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis from Florida, you will remember Ron DeSantis as the motherfucker who picked up a bunch of uh, a bunch of immigrants, uh, supposedly for work, and dropped them randomly off in Martha's Vineyard and left them. Yeah. Yeah. So, one. Ron DeSantis, first of all, shout out to everybody going through it with Hurricane Ian. Um, terrible storm. Um, Shepard Smith has basically called the apocalypse on y'all. <laughs> um, uh, Patreon joke there. So, Ron DeSantis, of course, it of course it hit landfall in Florida, and went up probably the the eastern. Uh, coastal side of Florida. And Ron DeSantis has been, um, has had to uh, plead with Joseph Robinette Biden He had to come begging, for Fe- for, hat in hand. For FEMA money. The reason this is funny is because some years ago when Sandy hit um, he was one of the people that voted down um, FEMA aid uh, saying that the saying that the damage was minor and that the insurance would cover anything that was that was destroyed in Sandy's wake right which was a great deal of things including and especially like a lot of New York got fucked up in New Jersey yep and because you know they
1: they're largely liberal leaning at the time his energy was oh they they'll be all right right you know they hit, hit him with the camera on and now here you are. Niggas get shot every day, B. Yeah, yeah. You be all right. And now here you
0: are. You a tough nigga, right? Right. And crunch, you... crunch, 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 now... <laughs> crunch. Crunch. And now here you are, hat in hand, begging for FEMA money. I want that same energy. I want that very same energy. Who else was begging?
1: Oh, well, Marco Rick... Rubio and Rick Scott were, were trying to get people to 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 vote for it, and when the vote came, neither one of them was anywhere to be
0: found. Man, Marco Rubio, fake Mexican Zach Morris-looking ass. Damn. Um, and Rick Scott is just literally Voldemort. I, I, it's just he's Voldemort with a nose. Rick Scott been fucking over Florida for quite some time. Um, and get watching him get his due. That is, it is not. It is not right and it is fucked up that uh aid is in the hands of these people who don't give a fuck about anybody else. Anybody. And it's it's a bad look for Florida. Um but it it the comeuppance Yes is really where the focus is. Um when because these white people don't give a fuck until it happens to them. And it just shows how ca- how careless and cavalier they can write these things off when the problem is not at their doorstep. I love it. Want that same energy. Same
1: energy, I want not the, kept.
0: I want that same energy. Um, as a matter of fact, that's the name of this episode. I want that same energy. Same energy. Um. So yeah, we had to, we had to put those white people on blast. Um, on to listener letters. Tim, the people's critic, wants to know. This is gonna be good. I'm pretty sure. How does Joe Budden keep getting away with abusive behavior? Okay, you say Joe Budden or
1: Biden Budden. Joe Budden. Pump it up. Pump, pump, pump it up. Oh, man. Uh, Um, Because he has an audience. Pretty much. And, And the way that popular media works right now, especially on, you know, very open platforms like podcasting, is that you can appeal to a very, very, very specific niche of people who share a very narrow set of values that you share with them. Correct. And in this
0: case... A lot of the fuck niggas still like Joe Budden. I was going to say, the, the, since Mori and Maul have left, yeah. the Venn diagram of Joe Budden fans and Manosphere incel fuck niggas is more and more turning into a complete circle. Yeah. I haven't had no sex! Um, Shout out to the incels.
1: <laughs> Homegirl of mine sent a uh, clip yesterday of Joe Budden uh, recently, admitting that he, he used to fake putting on condoms before sex. Before sex, he used to lie and say that he was putting them on, and then it would go, you know, it would go raw, and that is
0: actually rape. I was saying it is considered it is pretty much considered rape. It is rape,
1: uh, and you know the the other people who were on whatever that interview were with him, yeah. Uh, they did they, you know they kind of chuckled at it and you know he
0: well he, they chuck they chuckled but kind of it, like it was a very I watched the 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 YouTube uh uh-huh. it was very much a why would you say that it yeah. was very you a sick nigga
1: well, well that, my thing was it and that's what it was it was more of a oh man you shouldn't say shit like that and not a you nigga, do that's that that's
0: rape that's rape and you shouldn't do that and the comments I saw somebody sent that to me this morning, uh, and the comments in the shade room, dog. These niggas don't give a fuck, and the, and it was a lot of responses of oh, people are so sensitive, and what like, and and it just, it one it reflects Joe Button's see, and it, it, to go back to Tim's question, it's a reflection of what that audience has become. And this is just as somebody who has listened, who has listened casually uh, over, the, over time. When Rory and Maul were there, you at least... And, Ra- and Maul is Maul's probably my age, actually. But you had a young perspective. You had a young perspective where Rory at least would have been like, that's actually pretty sick, Joe. Yeah. And you had... Someone there who has their finger on the actual pulse of young people and kind of has a good idea of what of of what they're talking about and how their minds are evolving on these topics to go, yo, that's crazy. And now that they're gone and he has replaced them with his day ones that he came up with, it's a lot of that old nigga barbershop talk. Yeah from from niggas who talk more about pussy than they actually get. I haven't had no sex. And so there's a and so that that part of the fandom that has always been there has just started growing and it's become the majority.
1: Because it's a safe space for people to share those those again, those narrowly shared opinions. It's a safe space for them to to do that with with relative anonymity, and,
0: and not even not even anonymity, with impunity. These motherfuckers yeah. come to the live shows. They're in your comment sections. Right. Um. They, they speak on the, they speak on this shit in your in uh, on your on your social medias on your walls or whatever. They they're very casual about it and they're very casual about anytime you stand up against it and say maybe that's kind of fucked up. You're pandering. You're a simp. Oh, these oh, they don't have to be anonymous anymore. That is very true. The the the, the um the death of Kevin Samuels has just released all of that manosphere incel energy and made these motherfuckers super prominent.
1: I am uh I'll be very careful to say that I don't wish this to happen to someone, but I would imagine that if if more of these guys were to um, non-consensually have something rammed up their asses, that it might change their very aloof perceptions of of what rape and sexual assault is. Agree. Um, Again, I'm not wishing it upon anyone. I'm just saying if if they experience the same type of trauma... You could imagine that to be some perspective. That women are typically... Um, subjected to, because a- again, imagine, imagine finding out three days after you laid down with Joe Budden that oh, ha, by the way, ha, ha I didn't really use a condom, right? Like, imagine the, the 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 level of trauma and 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 panic that someone has to deal with, knowing that some part of that act was was not consensual.
0: It, you know what? It's exactly like that episode of, um, oh, what is it? I may destroy you. Mm. Yes, yes. Because the because yeah. that, that writer friend of hers did exactly that exactly. shit, and it was and and you couldn't you kind of couldn't believe it. it was, Damn, yeah. right in the middle, Yep. Yeah. And you know we've heard of uh, there's a word for it that I don't know right now, and maybe our listeners know there's a word because usually it's a thing where where it's in the middle of intercourse, they take the condom off. And they've been doing it that way, though. and then they, it turns out they've been hit, they've been doing it that way the whole time. And I forget. there's there's a there's an actual term for it, and I know I know one of our listeners out there probably knows exactly what yeah. it is, because um, they did talk about it on that episode. Um, but that's crazy, yeah. and Joe Budden, and it's just a drop in it's a it's a drop in the bucket for people because Joe Budden has been accused of all kind of things. Joe Budden has been has been the the basis of talk in similar issues like this, and if you and if you weren't if that wasn't a deal breaker for you, then it's probably not going to be a deal breaker for you now. Yeah, and and, and the thing because he's is, been seven years in the podcast game.
1: Yeah, and and to answer your question more directly, Tim, the, the the reason why he's allowed to get away with it is because he has not yet been held accountable for it, and and usually that level of accountability comes when he takes things one step too far yeah and he ends up sitting across from a judge in the courtroom
0: and 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 that's and that's the other thing is that what if so- what, what if one of these women
1: realizes like oh this motherfucker just confessed
0: to, to going wrong on me I'm taking his ass to court right right you know like uh, <laughs> and one, and one of the other things is that i think people i won't say people give him a pass but i think it's one thing to admit to some shit that you were doing when you were wilding out. And it's another thing to take accountability for it. And, um, and, and culpability with those victims because yeah. he, and, and this has part, been part of his story is that, is that in retrospect throughout, uh, throughout a lot of his twenties and some of his thirties, Joe button was high on some hard, hard drugs. No excuse. No excuse. No, 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 that's not why I'm bringing that up. It for that audience, that type of transparency is confused for accountability, and they're not always the same thing. Admitting that you did some fucked up shit is not the is is not the same as admitting that it is in fact fucked up, right? And I think. That audience conflates that more often than not. And he tends to get a pass and he tends to get a pass from them in confusing what accountability really is. I mean, it's just like Trump supporters. Also true. It's it's Fair just the enough. same thing. Fair enough. Um that was a pretty good that was a pretty good question, Tim. Thank you for that. Um Yeah, that was a good one. Thank you. Um dot uh, These are the ways to get in touch with us. Also, you can just also those of you who have our numbers apparently will just randomly text us. <laughs> also fine. <Yeah. laughs> um. Time for the top three STFUs. Hey, hey. Who are the three people in America that need desperately to shut the fuck up? Shut
2: the fuck up! Number three.
0: If it'll let me scroll, number three is Kim Burrell. Oh, she's back. Yeah, um, this was this was something we talked about largely on uh, Patreon. Kim Burrell uh, said some foul shit about niggas being about uh, niggas being broken, uh, calling basically calling niggas broken, dusty in church. Um, and we had a long talk about how it definitely reflects why uh a lot of young young black people have divested uh from the traditional uh black church. And now she's on her Maya culpa tour trying to trying to get her apologies in. Yawn. And not only that, she had she wanted to uh snap back because basically uh Yolanda Adams um had some choice words about the shit she said and got her together real quick. Let's go. And she didn't appreciate being held accountable for her fucking shit. Um first of all, if Yolanda if Yolanda Adams tells you to get your fucking shit together, odds are you need to get your fucking shit together. Uh don't don't play with these don't play with these with these Houston women. Also, Yolanda Adams is is, is from South Park.
1: Um uh, I've seen the real Yolanda Adams.
0: Yolanda Adams, I am convinced, has hands.
1: No, I've seen the real Yolanda Adams. She, <laughs> she was uh, years ago when I was in banking. She was one of my clients, and and trust me, Grammy Award winning gospel singer Yolanda Adams was not present.
0: <laughs> Yolanda Adams from South Park was present. Shoot, and 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 will <laughs> fuck you up. Yes. Um. So one. Uh, watch, your, watch your mouth talking to these Houston women Please Especially from the south side but Most certainly from the south side Watch your mouth um, uh, Watch your mouth And uh, let's move forward amicably Two, nobody gives a fuck Stand. You said, you said your shit You've been held accountable for it We want that same energy Shut the fuck up
2: Shut the fuck up
0: Number two White Lizzo haters. Fam, <laughs> how the fuck? Okay, Oh, for those of you that don't know what's going on, Lizzo was allowed to play an antique flute uh, from, oh, God. James Madison. James Madison, there you go. Former president James Madison. It's a crystal a, flute. An antique crystal flute was allowed to play it on stage in concert and white people lost their fucking shit white people melted the fuck down in a way that i have not seen in some time um about how dare she how dare she be up there playing an antique um it's 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 disrespectful to the forefathers basically any excuse to call this woman a fat bitch um, y'all, y'all didn't know this flute existed until last week. <laughs> y'all did not know James Madison just had just had a crystal flute sitting around until last week. Anybody and anybody who tells me they do and tries to bring up a YouTube link about this shit is a fucking liar. Y'all didn't know or care about this fucking flute at all. Crazy part is that shit was probably put together by slaves. <laughs>
3: I'm just. Whoa. Speak on
0: it, son. Just saying. Fam, first of all, and and this is honestly going further than this conversation needs to go to tell y'all to shut the fuck up. But if you want to talk about maybe the integrity of the flute being compromised, it's just not true. Because one because one part of it in music, you'll know that one part of maintaining any good instrument is playability. Um, if you're not able to play it, it's probably not in good shape. Yep. So her playing it is an important part of maintaining its integrity. And last I checked, I didn't see a whole bunch of uh, white flutists lighting up around around the building to try and play this to maintain it because you motherfuckers probably didn't even know this existed. It's nasty, y'all. And 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 further than and further than that, Lizzo is a classically professionally college trained flutist. She went to school for this. Probably got a scholarship or some shit. I don't think there's anybody more qualified to play the flute on a pop culture level than somebody who works out, eats right, has tons, has tons of sex, is in good shape, and um, learned to play this for a living in college. And on top of that, has good enough breath control to play the flute while dancing on stage for hours at a time. Y'all are just reaching. Y'all just want an excuse to call Lizzo a fat bitch, just like the just like the niggas usually do. All of y'all, ask yourself if you would have the same energy if Lady Gaga did that. She w- They would not. They would not. Let me help you there. They won't. Um. I swear, all of y'all are just being possessed by the ghost of Kevin Samuels. That's what it sounds like to me. His. His his weird, incel, fat phobic legacy lives on, and may and well no, no, I don't want y'all to die the way he did because at least he was fucking. Y'all don't deserve pussy. I haven't had no sex. <laughs> Kindly shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And the number one person who needs to shut the fuck up. Is Jordan Peterson, a.k.a. the white Kevin Samuels. It's a
1: name I haven't heard in a while.
0: I did not know Jordan. I did not know Jordan Peterson was a real thing until like a couple months ago. Um, Basically, Olivia Wilde's movie, Don't Worry Darling, which I read the Wikipedia description, is stupid. Um. Olivia Wilde's movie Don't don't Worry Darling that uh, literally came out on my birthday. I'm very, I'm not proud of it. Um, she had been saying in the press that the main uh, antagonist uh, played by Chris Pine was written and modeled in the likeness of incel king Jordan Peterson. I believe she literally referred to him as the incel king. Um, <laughs> Which is about accurate. He's he's white Kevin Samuels with a with a bigger platform. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, in interviews, he he will be asked how he feels about Olivia Wilde referring to him as the incel king, because most of his platform is dedicated to um, trying to get people to feel sorry uh, for young for young men and MRA type niggas who don't get any pussy. I haven't had no sex and. They asked him how he felt, and he starts tearing up. What's crazy to me is that Jordan Peterson has done this in multiple interviews now. It's like, remember when Glenn Beck would just start crying in the middle of his rants? Mm -hmm. It's a lot like that, and it, it comes across extremely disingenuous, and i don't understand why people haven't quite seen through this well some people well most most reasonable people have um, the incels the 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 fellow get no pussy twitter <laughs> has eaten this shit up with a spoon all the dumb mra niggas they all have the same bullshit about oh well um see you guys you guys want Want men to show their emotions and have emotional intelligence, but when you see a man crying on TV, then you have no, then you have no, you show him no quarter, and you want to tear him down. You want to weaponize his tears, guys. Shut up. Seriously, yeah. Shut, the fuck shut up. up. This is stupid. Wonder why this is stupid. Yes, we should we should be, We should be advocating for men to express themselves emotionally. We should be advocating for men to express them, to express themselves and be able to cry and be able to show a full range of emotions. That's what emotional intelligence really is. Mm-hmm. No. Jordan Peterson should not be the poster child for this. No. Jordan Peterson should not be the prime example for this. Where is this motherfucker? As a matter of fact, I, I think his tears are delicious, to be honest with you. <laughs> I do. I think it's the greatest. I think it's the greatest thing I've ever heard of. A lot of sodium. Ooh that, ooh, that delicious salt. Where is it? Where is it? Is this it? I hope my phone doesn't go dead while this is playing. I just want to. I just want you all to hear him cry. Oh, that's why. Because it's not a... I hope my phone. Just here.
4: quickly, uh, the film director Olivia Wilde has a new movie out, which yeah. is, she says is based on you. This insane man, this pseudo intellectual hero to the incel community. Incel being these weirdo loner men, uh, who are you know, despicable in many ways. Is that you? Are you the intellectual hero to these people? Sure. Why not? You know, um, people
1: have been after me for a long time by because I've been speaking to disaffected young
0: men.
4: You know, what a terrible thing to do that is.
0: You're coming to tears.
4: I thought the marginalized were supposed to have a voice. You it's know, making I, it emotional. Talk about well, it. Well, God, you know. It's very difficult to understand... How demoralized people are. And certainly, many young men are in that category. And you get these casual insults, these, these incels. What do they mean? It's like, well, these men, they're, they don't know how to make themselves attractive to women who are very picky. And good for them. Women, like, be picky. That's, that's your gift.
0: So, his argument and the argument of these men... Is that because women have gotten pickier about who they fuck? That leaves you out and we should feel sorry for you. I thought the marginalized were supposed to have a voice. White sexless men are not marginalized. Same goes for you sexless black men. I- no one feels sorry for you because the paradigm has shifted huh. the paradigm has shifted in a way that is not in your favor and the only reason the paradigm was in your favor was because we live in a we live in a male dominated patriarchal society and now that the now that the tides are shifting and that men like jordan peterson Can't get any pussy. We're supposed to feel bad. My pussy my pussy intake has not been affected whatsoever. So I don't give a fuck. You motherfuckers. And the and what gets me is the niggas leaning on this man. Y'all are so desperate for a father. Now that Kevin Samuels has killed himself under under a sea of BB of BBW's blue pills and Red Bulls, y'all are so desperate for a for a father figure out here. Y'all have turned to this to this strange incel fuck who looks who looks like somebody in one of these movies that would write a law against mutants. I want them to cast Jordan Peterson as like Senator Kelly. I really do. All my 90s thinkers know what I'm talking about. Fam, this is not the way. This is not the way, and this is not the man we should be, you should be following. Yes, men need to be expressing themselves, but this, is, this should not be the person to speak for you. I'd like to call this the Amber Rose effect. Wonderful cause. Piss poor representatives. Just had an epiphany. Do it.
1: This goes back to the question that uh, People's Critic Tim asked uh, a few minutes ago about why Joe Button is allowed to make it um, with his abusive behavior. One of the things, one of the common threads that we see with men who are in this position, men who have... Let's say the undesirables of society championing them is that these men have um an underlying layer of fragility that that propels them to do what they do right uh you know Olivia Wilde hits it on the head, hits a nail on the head when she when she calls him an incel and and basically his his whole platform is built on the fact that you know as a normal person, if he were act, to act as a normal person, a normal, well-adjusted person, he would not get the reaction from women that he wants. So he creates a narrative of what women should be and how they should behave around him um, to make him feel better about himself. Same thing with Kevin Samuels. right? Kevin Samuels, you can tell that there's a lot of fragility that that underlies that. And what a lot of these guys do is they, they create a narrative around them that basically says, well, shit, a woman has to be this and that and this and that anyway. That, that explains why. It, I, don't, it's not, I don't have women because of me. I have women because they don't meet my standard. Right. And they, they kind of flip that thing on its head like, well, no, the, the reason why is because I'm picky. I, I, don't, you know, I can't deal with lower class women even though we. You know, I am a high value I'm man. I'm a high value man. But we see how Kevin Samuels died. Not calling the woman low value, calling him low value. Right. Same thing with Joe Budden. So the same thing with Jordan Peterson. Like, all, the thing that all these guys have in common, because remember, even Joe Budden has talked about how he's had some frustrations in the bed and, and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, he can't, he can't get raw sex, so he has to con his way into it. He can't get what he wants and creates this narrative around it that suits him. Again, right. same thing with Jordan Peterson. That's, and, and to me, that is the the most alarming thing about this this wave of of men with voices who have legions of men championing them is that they reframe the narrative, not to focus on their inabilities and their their shortcomings, right? But to change the narrative so that we we move the goalpost so that. Um, now we have to mit- make women fit into this into this impossible narrative in order for us to deem them worthy. They want to look like they're still in charge. I don't like your ugly ass anyway. That's the equivalent of what that shit is. That's exactly what it is. But as an adult. So, I mean, fuck him. Fuck his tears. Fuck what he's about. Fuck the horse he rode in. My president is black. My Lambo is blue.
3: Be it, son.
1: And, you know, he can shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up! Yeah, fuck Jordan Peterson. I don't even engage with motherfuckers like I, 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 you know, not to put your business out there. I, I, I did see it. one of the one of the questions that people asked you in your anonymous questions thing, and I think they asked you what was your, what is your greatest weakness or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
0: something like that. And
1: you said getting into internet arguments.
0: <laughs> that is exactly right. Yeah,
1: and and that's. You, you know, get
0: these dumbass arguments <laughs> with these people
1: I, and I, I'm the opposite of that. I just I that's what got me away from Facebook because I'm like, I don't why do I even why do I waste time engaging with niggas that a I'm not going to see eye to eye with and I'm not going to convince them to come around to my point of view and b, chances are they don't even really believe what they're talking about.
0: They're just creating a narrative that suits them. A random person who I don't who does not follow me who I'm not friends with who I've never met jumped on the jumped on the Facebook for my Friday list and was like, Oh God, this is so much more. Oh, this is so much more fulfilling than holding Biden accountable. And I assume this is a person who was not familiar with my content or else they would know that we have spent a lot of time nailing Joseph Robinette Biden to the wall for a year. The, the shut the (laughs) fuck up award was actually named after him (laughs) was named after yes, And and I was like, and I didn't even, I didn't, I started off not even engaging him in that. Yeah, and was just like, well, the human mind is capable of holding many thoughts at once. We can walk and chew gum at the same time. We can understand that the world of the political landscape is, in fact, terrible and hold those people accountable. But we can also entertain ourselves and take our minds off of that every now and then. And they just—they didn't know what they were talking about. They didn't know why they picked a fight with me. And they go, and I was like, "Well, if you did your—if you did your homework, um, you would know that I spent a great deal of time holding, uh, holding our political leaders accountable, um, as well as as well as um, being uh, a center of representation um, here in Houston for, um, you know, for young for you know, young black people." Um, maybe you should do your homework next time before you pick a fight. Mm. Um, maybe you maybe you'll look less stupid. Wow! And shout out to one of uh, Zero Skidmore, one of my one of my dear, one of my favorite people on the fucking internet, man. Uh, have not seen him since Texas Grand Slam because because then it always pivots. The fuck niggas always pivot to. Well, you should have me on your podcast, and we can further this discussion. No. And we can really make it have a productive discussion. Why? And I was like, first of all, this is not the way to solicit yourself from my, podca- my podcast, uh, at gmail.com. Zero Zero's like, please, <laughs> Zero's like, please book this nigga. No. <laughs> I mean, no. The answer is absolutely not. We stand firm and we will not have Manosphere niggas on our podcast. We just, it's not going to happen. Because they're not interested in a discussion. They're interested in having a platform. Correct. They just want to take up your time. Uh, This nigga literally said, please book this guy. I'm dying to hear what goes on in his brain. And after that show, there's this stray dog in my neighborhood looking to get some press for his new book, Bones I've Buried. Damn. (laughs) Hey, that sounds about right. (laughs) Shit, let's
1: talk to the dog.
0: Oh, man, I want zero at the fucking podcast. Whenever he's in town, I would love to have him. Uh, D. Randall, have we done a podcast?
1: The podcast has been dead. Oh,
0: man. Episode 199, bro. 199. Nine. We're almost it, it's almost time. Congratulations, bro. Uh,
1: congrats to you.
0: Man. Wow. We're we're we we're, we're over we can we're over the hump. We can see the promised land. Let's get over the hump. And then and and then we will continue to produce uh the best content available. <laughs> um Guys, thank you so much. Um, uh, there's going to be a whole bunch of thank yous, you know, next episode. But I really do want to thank everybody for going with us this far on this journey. Um, I never thought I would do anything that had 200 installments. <laughs> Except a car note. Well, no. <laughs> right? not, even that,
1: not even that much. Uh,
0: <laughs> 200 installments and counting. Damn. That's what's fucked up. We paid off like. Three card notes, right, shit, man, and four years we've been through a fuck we've been through a bitch ass president. be more specific we've been through a dumbass president, we've been through bitch ass Trump, we've been through a pandemic,'ve been we're in a, we're in a recession. There's a lot of there's a lot of it's like lands, landscape changing events that we've been through and here we are still here <sighs> that's a lot man that's a lot man that's a lot um I'm, I'm very excited about the future um, um probably adding in 2023 I'm going to go ahead and say it I think I said it last week gonna add a patreon tier in 2023. We're going to figure out what that is, but we're going to add a Patreon tier. um, Because y'all like this shit, apparently. Um, Church announcements, D Randall. You want me to announce it? Hit him.
1: All right. Well, I got two announcements, actually. Uh, Okay. First announcement is uh, I may have hinted to it before, but uh, there will be a Radio Galaxy album uh, coming soon. there will be a first single that actually was um, confirmed while we were recording this podcast. I got a text from uh, King Minus, the producer. Um, the first single, don't have a date for it yet, but it'll probably come out in November. It will be called Light as a Feather. Shout I, out to Golden, by the way. I did let Oz listen to it a couple of weeks ago, so he's, he's already heard it's heat. what it's going to sound like. It's heat. I'm looking forward to that. Um, we will be playing it on this podcast. Yeah and about to start the whole um about to so start the whole process of shooting videos and everything in preparation for the full full album so um i would imagine that that comes right at the beginning of the year or so uh second announcement uh, in that light is that after episode 200 i will be taking a hiatus from the the podcast um over the last close to the last year or so i've been um, as many of you know, I've I've been involved in filmmaking for quite a few years, kind of had to pause a little bit due to the pandemic and other things. And over the last year, that has been calling again. And I, I have a, a few projects over the next couple of months um, that I am committed to and we'll be diving headfirst into that. And uh, I'm excited for it. Um, a lot of good stuff. If you check my ill mannered media uh, Instagram account, shameless plug, you'll see some stills of some of the stuff that's, uh, that I'm working on in, in, in progress, uh, with a big part of that being the, uh, the Radio Galaxy project. Fear not, for Oz has a slate of special guests and uh, interesting personalities lined up. The show goes on,
0: the show goes on, it goes Nothing strong. Will- Nothing will change for Patreon.
1: The foolish and fuckery will ensue, as planned, and uh, yeah, it'll it'll, uh, it'll 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 be fun. So the next couple of months are going to be fun, man. This so is not a cool. breakup,
0: by the way. I, we're we are not abandoning you in that regard. Yeah, this is not a Jesus and Miro thing. Yeah, yeah. This nigga this nigga is out here chasing his dreams. Yeah, we support him one hundred percent. Thank you. And full
1: disclosure, like this is something we discussed like six months ago. Absolutely. So, so this is not, yeah.
0: Absolutely.
1: Thank you for explaining. It's not a it's not a diesis of mirror. Nah. Ain't nobody breaking up.
0: This nigga still still likes you niggas. Some of y'all. But well, nah. You. This nigga still I like, I like all y'all. He still fucks with y'all. He still like fucks y- with this podcast. This is every bit his podcast as as much as it is mine. Um I'll creep I'll creep in the Discord. Y'all y'all will see me in the Discord. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll make some more time for that. When, when
1: David Santiago has some weird ass questions. <laughs> or when I forgot somebody was talking about their co worker the other day and I was like, ah,
0: uh, prob- uh, probably Rob.
1: Somebody was stopping white people in real life. Let's oh, go
0: David it. was. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll read that one probably next week.
1: I think uh, our, uh, next week we we got any special guests for episode two hundred?
0: I'm not telling. Okay, ha. I'm not telling. No. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever shows up shows up. Wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Well, they gotta they gotta be clear by me first.
0: Yeah. No, I, I, we talked about it
1: last week. Okay. Oh, if it's, if this is you talked about, then yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. They coming. The universes
1: collide. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's
0: exactly what I'm looking for.
1: <laughs> you know, we, it might rip open a, a hole in the, in the
0: space-time continuum. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Ooh, okay, I got to prepare for that one then. Um, guys, thank you so much. Uh, we will be back next week with more Foolishness and Fuckery for episode 200. Wow. In the meantime. 200? 200. 200, bro. Damn. 200, man. We did it, bro. We did it and we doing it. I will say this is the most episodes of any podcast that I've ever done. Uh, me too. By <laughs> far. <laughs> Um. Until then, um, I've been Oz. And I'm D. Randall. This has been episode 199. Wow. And as always, forever imparting titties.